Welcome to Salt and Light. I'm Charles van Weyck. Wonderful to have you join us as we uh, chat to some friends again about how do we take the Lordship of Jesus Christ into the socio-political arena. So we wanted to talk about taking God's Word and taking it out into the world and how we can further the gospel of the kingdom of God and uh, discipleship through the media that we have. And so we're talking about social media, we're talking about uh, spiritual warfare, we're talking about uh, Christians having a hard time in the world and how we can deal with these issues. So I've chatted to a couple of pastors, uh, mainly working in what's commonly known as the townships of South Africa and through the COVID issues and the lockdowns and all the stress and chaos around these uh, these times we're living in, they're finding that there are people struggling with massive uh, depressions, even uh, suicides happening in their communities, which are completely unknown uh, historically in uh, the communities that they are working and pastoring in. And uh, this is a big challenge for us. Um, in the world we're living in, if the Christians are struggling, how much more are the non-Christians struggling in this world? And because of this, do we or can we find opportunities for the gospel or to help disciple Christians who are going through a hard time? So this is going to be some really interesting uh, discussion for today. We're glad you've joined us. Welcome to Salt and Light. I have Olga in the studio with me, and I have John Mark. Olga, welcome to Salt and Light. Thank you so much for having me. Great to have you. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, I'm Olga. I was born in Limpopo, and um, I've moved here to Cape Town uh, three years ago. And what are you doing at the moment? Um, so I studied a diploma in human resource management, and I'm now working full-time in ministry as an administrator. Fantastic. Wonderful to have you with us. John Mark, Thank welcome you. to Salt and Light. Good to have you with us. Thank you for having me. Tell us a little bit about yourself. I'm 18 years old. I finished school last year. I've been in Cape Town um, most of my life. I was overseas for about one year and I came back. And right now, after finishing school, I'm just focusing on my career in social media. A career in social media. Anything I know about social media, there's certainly no careers involved. So, <laughs> so what are you talking about? <laughs> what, what's happening out there? How can one make a career in social media? One can make a career if it's oof, a lot of lot of effort needs to be involved. You need to study apps and social media, like any like you study anything else. You also need to study um, the algorithms of the apps. You need to understand what people want, what people don't want, and you just need to focus on literally the audience and who your audience is. So are you saying there's a lot of psychology involved? Yes, a lot. <laughs> a lot of economics involved? Yes. Uh, a lot of statistics involved? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a really interesting uh, world to be in. Uh, but the issue that we want to talk about is the world of, of spiritual warfare. The, the church historically uh, spoke about the the world of, of spiritual warfare very openly, and uh, they weren't shy about it. Uh, yet today, when we use that word, lots of people cringe and we get a bit concerned about uh, using that word. But let's, for our program now, we're going to talk about Christians being attacked uh, in many different ways. It can be physically, it can be uh, spiritually, it can be uh, through media, it can be through somebody speaking to you, uh, 
uh, hate mail, uh, all these sorts of different areas. But um, th- this this is happening on on a on a very um, big scale around the world now. And I just read last night that that in America the author was saying that Christianity is becoming irrelevant in society. And the interesting thing um, that he said even further, and I don't know if these statistics are true, he said Christianity has been relegated to the lower income groups. Now, I mean, could you imagine that? He's saying that people that aren't wealthy and aren't doing really well in life, you know, from a physical point of view, they're the ones that are the Christians now. Um, I don't know if that's true or not. I don't know what those statistics are, but uh, um, th- this guy's a, a quite, quite a good author. I don't think he'd be lying about uh, the stats. So, very interesting world that we're living in. Olga, when we're dealing with um, social media, do you ever see there being attacks on Christians in the sense of spiritual warfare? In other words, Christians are trying to say their thing and they've been beaten down for it. Uh, yes, I've been there in my line of work because I work in uh, ministry full time. Uh, we have been attacked uh, a lot on Facebook. We received a lot of hate just because we, we help people. And uh, when you look at the people that are hating on you, it's just people that seems to be having the time of their lives and, uh, you know, not doing anything to help their friends or neighbors or those that are suffering. So are you saying that um, even although you are helping people and trying to bless them and, well, basically you're doing what Scripture tells you to do, to disciple the nations, um, that you are responsible for your brother, you are your brother's keeper. And when you take action in those areas, people get upset with you, and they write hate about you. Yes. Goodness what, me. What a crazy world what we live in. You try to help yes. and people you hate you help for helping. People, you, get, you get hated for helping people. Yeah, Can exactly. you give us any example of that possibly just to... Uh, yes. On our Facebook, uh, we are missionaryinafrica.com. Um, uh, so people uh, in Facebook, like for instance, we posted um, that we are drilling boreholes to try and help people who don't have access to clean water in the township um, of Klipjavol. And uh, somebody just comes, uh, a lot of somebody's actually uh, put negative hate comments about that, that um, you know, they, they were just uh, attacking us for helping in a way that uh, got me and my coworkers really confused because we are trying to get clean water for the people that don't have clean water at all, and somebody is hating you for that and uh, say saying that you know, you know what? Can, what can I say? You know, I'm trying to find the right words to say this. Not cases. <laughs> I was avoiding to say that, but yes. <laughs> well, it's just interesting because, um, you know, one would think that when you're trying to do right, that people would want to join you and help. It just seems so strange that the opposite comes out of it. John Mark, your world of social media, um, you you have used and do use your platform for gospel outreaches. Um, just give us some idea of you, you professionally doing this, you're doing it full-time out there, uh, you make your income and your living from it. Give us some idea of what kind of statistics you're looking at, how many followers you have, what's going on out there. So right now I'm sitting at um, 7.9 million followers on TikTok and 289 on Instagram. And when I post videos, I can normally get an average of 500 to millions of views on a video. 
But when I post my Christian videos, obviously it will drop because people aren't following me for them. So, but they respect me for posting them. So my real followers come through my Christian videos, and but most of my followers are for my comedy. Okay, so th- those are big figures. You're saying 7.9 million on the one app and about 290 thousand on the other app, yes. the, the Instagram app. Um, b- big, big numbers. And so the people that uh, are following you are generally they like what you're producing otherwise they wouldn't be following you um and so you saying that when you post christian ideas or christian videos or photos or whatever they might be comments um that even although they're not followers of christ you actually seeing rather than being attacked i mean obviously i'm sure that does happen but the, for the most part they are respectful of your yes. your beliefs it gets quite tough in my industry when it comes to hate comments and telling people about their sins and stuff. So the best way to put, like, kind of bring it in is to do the encouraging side of Christianity. And people love that more. And they also lots of people come to faith just through that side. And then they learn about the sinful side and how sinful they are. But on social media, the best thing to do is always push positivity and people would love you and follow you for positivity. Yes, uh, I think that's uh, really um, a great comment because Olga, uh, you know, from your perspective too, um, talking about the, the negativity out there, I suppose when people come across really good positive stuff, it actually seems quite attractive. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, it does. Um, yeah, I have to agree with John Mark on this one that when we stand, uh, when we are on the positive side, it shows you know who we really are. That we are not necessarily out there to judge people. We are saying that yes, this is wrong, but there is a way to make it right. Yeah, so you are standing up for righteousness and exactly, truth. You yes. are taking your stand, but um, you also are. You, what what's the word? I, I read before. There's a word they use: baiting. When you try and put out something that just grabs somebody's attention to be able to take them further. So if you're putting out something, most of these, how long are your videos and things on your kind of apps you do, John Mark? What kind of time span are we talking about? I normally keep my videos from 15 seconds to 30, but when it comes to Christian videos, I normally do up to a minute. Yes, so so there we go. We talk about really short spaces of time in which to catch somebody's attention. And then, uh, and I've seen that before too, when I've been on social media, a topic has come up, people are discussing it, debating it, and then I would go find myself a book on the topic and then read it because I don't know anything about the topic. You know, mine's mainly in theology, being a full-time missionary. Those are the kinds of issues that I'm interested in. Uh, Theology, how do we apply God's word to the world we live in today? Those are my kinds of issues. But goodness me, it's really difficult, I can imagine, to get any message across in... 15 to 30 seconds. I mean, that that's, does it take a lot of time, John Mark, to prepare such a short message? I know I do a lot of writing of letters to the editor. I've written books. I've written newsletters. And I find getting my newsletters in under a 1,000 words, it takes me a whole day to do that uh, yeah. because there's lots you can say. It's, easy, it's easier to write a whole chapter of a book, you know, with two or 3,000 words. But to get it into an email that somebody's actually going to read and not delete because it's too long – is really difficult. So how much work does one put in to, to get a really precise message out in 15 to 30 seconds? It gets very, very technical. So I can spend up to four to five hours just on a 15-second video. 
and you literally have to plan every split second out. If you don't catch someone's attention in the first one to two seconds, they're not gonna watch your video. So that literally is the first thing you have to work on. Is that it's the first two seconds flipping funny or is it flipping boring? So if you don't bring that in in the first two seconds, you're kind of out. So then after those first two seconds, you must plan out every second afterwards to make sure that people have a time of laughing or like at least smiling to keep them focused to and, keep them focused yeah. on your your message or yes. whatever you're trying to do it's interesting because then i've written before for top top class uh, websites news websites and things um they would tell us not to go over 750 words but it looks like they're going down to it's getting less and less now mm -hmm. and then i've spoken to top videographers from europe and they were saying that when you're putting out videos that was a couple of years ago that you need to be working at um the most two minutes and that seems to also have gone down from two minutes now to 15 seconds. Yes. Uh, I don't know what's going to be next. We're going to have a whole video in two seconds or what. <laughs> but, um, but how does one, um, when you put all this effort in, John Mark, and you are, um, you, you've put it out there and then, you know, you've got the couch potato who's done nothing with his life, never studied anything, but... Uh, he seems to have a, have a gift of uh, running other people down. When they start with their hate and things like that, how do you personally deal with this? How, what do you do? Um, do you answer them? Do you keep quiet? It's very, very different every time and also depends on the person. So some people, I find it's easier for Christians to deal with hate than non-Christians because the um, non-Christians don't really... They just take the hate. They don't know why they're getting hate. They feel bad. They don't understand it. But when Christians get hate, if it's God's will for them to be in that position, then they understand it and they know they're going to have to... Um, people are always going to hate Christians and stuff like that. So it's more of an understanding. But um, how I personally deal with it, um, sometimes I just shoot a witty comment back as a joke just to make myself feel better every now and then. <laughs> but most of the time, I just ignore it or I brush it off. I personally can do it very fast. I know my other friends are in this world can't do it as fast as me. But if I read 10 good comments and one bad comment and then I read another two good comments, I'm fine. But some of my friends can read 100 good comments and one bad comment and then their whole day is wrecked. That ruins their day. Yeah. Ah, interesting. Uh, I suppose it does make a big difference on, um, and Olga, you might be able to help you. You've studied this world of, of labor and psychology and all these strange things out there. Um, I suppose it does make a big difference, Olga, in your, not just belief in yourself, but who you are in Christ. And, and then other people's whims and silly comments and... Uh, and dumb ideas uh, don't affect you as much um, in in that in the social media world. Uh, yes, I agree with what John Mark said. Is that uh, that uh, for us Christians, it's it's a bit easier to understand because, like for myself personally, I have to remind myself why am I doing this? Why am I helping people? I'm not doing it for the people. You, you know, I know why I'm helping. We are commanded to help and look after our neighbors and all that. So when somebody says something negative, I don't let it get to me because, you, you know, uh, my conscience is clear. I know I'm helping people because I we were commanded to help those that I need. And uh, all other negative comments, um, yeah, I easily just brush them off. Some of the accounts or some of the people 
on the apps. They're not real people. They create accounts just so they can give you a rough day. Oh, my goodness me. Yes. So you can look at them as somebody so with one real... follower or something of five, ten followers. And then they're just there to give people a hard, you know, time. A hard time. Oh, Wait, my goodness. Are you telling me Bob5692 is not real? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not real. <laughs> so these are what we call the bots. Like they're robots. The oh. robots account. Yes. So they just, no matter how helpful you are to the people no matter how good you are no matter how fun you are there's just somebody who just have they, something negative to say just because they want you goodness me <laughs> so, so they, that's their life they have the ministry of criticism exactly you need to oh. keep reminding yourself that that uh, <laughs> people are out there for different reasons on social media yes so as long as like what Joma says you read the five good comments and one bad one you're like eh. and you get on with your life exactly yes well yeah. uh, you know if we had to spend our lives uh, you know people have spoken to me too and uh, uh, we have a lot of um, attacks on missionaries and what they do as you've spoken about yeah. in social media you get accused of everything from child molestation to trying to manipulate people to trying uh, to use other people's position to make lots of money for yourself like we're all living like millionaires according to these uh, people who are living in the western world who have electricity on all the time have degrees behind their names smart cars air conditioning double story houses but somehow uh, doing missions in Central Africa is making us rich. Um, you know, this kind of nonsense that goes on there. And uh, I remember saying to somebody, because they were very devastated by the kinds of attacks that are on us missionaries. And I said, gee, goodness me, if I too worry about everything that said bad about us missionaries, I, I, I would have given up long ago. Because <laughs> the attack is just permanently there, you know. They... Um, uh, that just keep coming all the time, but uh, John Mark, when we when you've uh, been involved in social media and um, the the real world of friendships that goes outside of that social media, um, does social media help that world? I mean, with the attacks and the hate, and and there's also a lot of love that goes on. Lots of um, ways of building friendships. Have you built friendships? with people that you've never met ever in your life before because of being on social media? Has it, I mean, has it been helpful in that way? Yes, um, I found that social media, having a name definitely gets you more interaction with people. More people want to talk to you. It doesn't mean um, they want to talk to you about you. They just want to talk to you about themselves. Sure, but, um, sure everybody likes to do that. Yeah, everybody loves That's to do that. That's why I've got no friends. But now, <laughs> because you have a name for yourself, now they want to tell you their story. Yes. So I found that with a name, like a big name and a face, I I make more friends because more people come up to me than a person that isn't known on social media because they so don't they know. So they will just, what, chat to you while you're walking in the shops or Yes, what? I get lots of people coming up to me in shops. Also, when I go to, like, um, parties or events or things like that, lots of people will come up to me just because who I am and who my And they know you from the social media yes. and they know your face. I'm going to make myself get a bit younger. I'm going to have a haircut, mm -hmm. shave nicely, and I'm going to call myself John Mark and see what happens. <laughs> Maybe I'll also Good have Good luck some... with that. <laughs> well, that's very rude of you, <laughs> Olga. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, we'll try. We'll try our best. Um, Olga, it seems that you have so much to say right now. <laughs> when, when, uh, have you seen, not when, have you seen Friends who have really struggled with the spiritual, let's call it spiritual attacks that come through social media on, you know, through hate and through um, just terrible, horrible things that are being said. Uh, has that happened to anybody in your social 
friendship group or is it foreign to you people, to your group of friends? No, um, I've heard a few friends mention that and uh, yeah, I know uh, most of them it was about, they were being hated about um, their body, you know, the whole body shaming thing on social media. Oh my goodness me, no, and I don't know about that. Yeah, so one of one friend of mine got a fault that really uncomfortable pot- posting her pictures, the pictures of herself. Uh, because you know, people in comment negatively about her body? Yes. Goodness me. So yeah, people comment they yes. say stuff about everything on social media. Yes. So that uh, sort of like uh, took her to the wrong direction and uh, she had to leave social media for a while. So people can be really cruel out there. and. Um, so there, there can be a real struggle with yes, that for certain people. As your mark said, certain, you know, certain people will deal with deal it differently. Deal with it differently. I also get mm. stuff, you know, people saying, you know, to me, but uh, I... Yeah. You don't, you I don't, don't let it get to yourself. me. I'm a Christian. I know Jesus was hated for what he was doing. I'm probably yes. going to well, be hated for the same. Well, the scripture actually does so. warn us that, uh, you know, with the way they hated Christ, we can expect uh, the same sort of attitude, um, you know. So um, it's, it's very... Um, it's very telling uh, that, you know, nothing's changed since Jesus Christ was around, <laughs> yeah. you know, 2,000 years and uh, the heart of man is still desperately wicked. Uh, John Mark, when you're dealing with social media, how do you take um, the gospel of Jesus Christ? How do you further the kingdom? How do you disciple people in 15 to 30 seconds? And you're talking about 7.9 million people. So I found out that I, the first thing I need to do is grow an audience and people must love you and who you are as a person first. And then once you start posting videos and they're like, oh yeah, Jamal posted again, Jamal posted again, and you start getting a name for yourself. Because in the beginning, it's just like, oh, this funny guy posted again. But you first need to get yourself a face and a name, and then people will start listening to you. Like, an, like a, a social media identity. Yes, you get identity into that. So I never, I never had that in, in 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> so once you basically work out and get yourself your own face, basically, then people want to listen to Jamark's videos or want to go watch Jamark's videos. So they don't want to watch this guy James he has like 20,000 followers no one wants to watch his videos but they want to watch Jamark's videos so James is going to have to put an effort before he can get a name for himself and then people want to listen to James's videos now but so that's what I did so I built up a name and then I started pushing my um Christian faith and my Christian videos and things well, like well, that. When you say pushing, what do you mean? Are you I mean posting uplo- it. I'm posting it about it, putting positivity of um, like Bible verses up and Christian things like ideas. that. Christian ideas. And then people that love me because they're like, oh, Jamark's posting now. Yes. They would watch it anyways because I posted you. already, it. Yeah, they already see you as a as a yes. positive contact person that they can relate to. Yes. So they're like, oh, Jamark posted so let me go see what he's posting. I'm only watching it because Jamark posted it. And that's how it basically works. I'm not going to watch someone talk about faith, but I will watch uh, Mike Todd talk about faith. Yes. So it's all but, about faith. But sometimes you catch people offhand. I remember when you posted a video about uh, drilling for water to be able to produce vegetables to help those struggling through COVID. And uh, somebody was uh, commented something like they were waiting for you to mock this whole idea of drilling water or not mock it, but have something funny to say about it. Mm. And you didn't, (laughs) which was almost like you did the opposite of what you always did. And they noticed it because of that. Yeah. It also you shine brighter when you do the unexpected. Oh, I see. Okay, so there's um, 
what do you call it? There's a, it's a worked out idea beforehand. Yes. Yes. Goodness me. Well, we have had Olga and John Mark in the studio with us. We've been talking about social media, the spiritual warfare, the attacks that go on with that. How's Christians, we can deal with it. Uh, many of our friends struggling through these issues. Um, Olga, last final comments. You have a friend that has, goodness me, as I've never heard before, had horrible things said about her body. Um, she's gone off uh, media. What is your counsel to her? She's cut herself off social media. She's struggling with this idea. People have hated her on silly ideas and issues. What counsel would you give her from a Christian perspective? I, I, you know, I told her that you know your identity is found in Christ, not in people, and we are all made different, uh, and we are all good and perfect in our own ways. So I told her that you know people will always have something to say. You know, somebody will say, you know, I know skinny people this or chubby people that. So it's it, 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 it's people. You are not there for them. You know. Goodness me, I wouldn't mind being called skinny on social media. Well, I sometimes I do mind. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah. So I, I I just told her that you know what you are who God says you are, and uh, don't Amen. let people you know give you an identity because when you let that get into you, you have to question everything you wear, everything you do. Can you imagine? Changing your whole wardrobe because of people so it's really yeah it's not wise that we would want to do that yeah. well there we have it friends you've been listening to salt and light i'm charles van Vake. you've been listening to olga and john mark um john mark how do people find you on social media if they want to listen uh, see uh, who this guy is behind the mic um all they have to do is type in my full name john mark van Vake, and you'll find me on every single platform Oh, there we go. Olga, thanks for joining us. Thanks for being on the on our program. John Mark, thanks for being with us thank today. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. Well, there, my friends. Thank you for joining us. It's been a wonderful chat. I'm Charles von Weg, and I'm closing off.